Okay, all of the petty members of this podcast, uh, can you lend me your ear for a couple of seconds? Thank you. Today on the show, what would you do if you're getting let go from a job, but you've got one piece of information that you know will totally stick it to the person that is firing you, possibly saving your job? Would you pull that card out? That's exactly where she's at right now. She's like, man, I'm getting let go. I'm going either way. I'm going out. Do I go out with a blaze of glory or possibly save my job all over this one piece of information that I happen to be withholding. You can decide today on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I'm Steve Kramer. It's a feel-good podcast I do with my mom every single day, and we're just thankful that you're here, part of this little community. Three principles, live, laugh, love your mom. We live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot, and we love my mom. My co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. Um, where do we want to start today? Let's start with... Let's start with happy birthday to yes. you. Today is my birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Kramer. Happy <laughs> birthday to you. Woo-hoo. It's my 38th year on this planet. Yes. On the time of recording. And, uh, well, technically the, time, the day of release, I guess, is right. my... 38th birthday, June the 3rd. Yeah. What time was I born? Is early, right? Uh-huh. Six, like 6.38 or something like that. In the How about that? How about mm-hmm. that? Came into this planet, into this world. Mm-hmm. No idea. No idea what the, what the <laughs> world had in store for me. Here you are. Here I am, 38 years later. Um, yes, today is my birthday. I, I We're not going to make a big production out of it because I'm just not a big birthday person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know... Why? Probably because I'm just an introvert. And so it's like way too much attention for me. <laughs> like, I'm like, thank you for loving me. But, but you please. surely weren't an introvert as a kid. No, I don't know when that started. When did I start to become more introverted? I don't know. It's after you went to college. Was it? Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't know what switched to me. I just kind of grew up and realized I was tired of being, I think I just, I think I was just too extroverted my first 18 years of life. <laughs> and so then I yeah. just had to like revert uh-huh. To being introverted because there's just way, just way too much of it. Um, I well, first of all, thank you for birthing me. By the way, I don't know why Aww. parents don't get don't get credit on birthdays. I don't know why. Like, I didn't do anything. I, I would have had nothing to do with this. Like, I, I didn't have a choice. It was like, you listen, we're gonna we're gonna have sex, and then you're gonna become a thing, and then you gotta come on this planet and figure it out. Like, all right, mm-hmm. that's right. You were the one that had to carry me around. Was I was I an easy birth or was I yes. not an easy birth? So easy. Oh my yeah. gosh, it was so easy. Yes. Well, you know, I had natural childbirth with all three of you, so I didn't have any medication. But and uh, Brian, your older brother, was a challenge because he was breech; he was upside down, mm. and so I was twenty-seven hours in labor for him, waiting on him to turn around. I'm just uh, thinking about that. Out. I'm thinking about just like we can't talk about this too much because I'm literally just picturing it, and it's just it's freaking me out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, like right. how you guys can have creatures inside of you and then like birth them out it's, to me. I, I tell you what, it is the most miraculous thing in this world. It is. Is it not? Can we just? Can we listen? You again. can give birth to a yes. human. Oh yes. my gosh! I think it amazing. is very. I think it's very cool. Um, I just don't know. Uh, is it not just a little freaky? You know what I mean? Like, 
just a little bit. Can we just admit that? Like, I I look at childbirth kind of like I look at weddings. Like they're they're nice, but like they're kind of weird. Okay, like, <laughs> the idea of them cool. The actual the actuality of them, eh, I don't know that I'm here for it or not. You know. Um, I mean, you know, seriously, like, do was it not weird for you at all that you're just, like you're pushing a child like through your body? And, <laughs> no, you were really easy, and Mackie was even easier. I mean, it gets easier, I guess, as time goes on. Your body adapts to it, but. Um, no, yeah, it wild. is the most wonderful thing. I never felt better. I've never felt better in my life than when the I was pushing pregnant. a seven no, than when I was pregnant. I mean, that oh. was hard. Yes, that was hard. It yeah. was hard. I mean, labor and delivery is hard. It's hard. Yeah. It's called labor for a reason. Yeah, but, oh my gosh, I'm telling you, when you first set eyes on that little creature, oh, <laughs> it's the most wonderful thing, and your little bodies are all slimy, no, and you just see, can't you wait just to embrace them. I don't know. It's I don't, the sweetest I, I, thing is ever. There, is there something wrong with me, or are most guys like this? And like, we don't have a lot of guys listening to this podcast, you know? So I don't know, like Donald, where are you at? Dante, <laughs> Jonathan. Jonathan. Billy. Billy. <laughs> all, all four of us got to huddle and have a discussion about this. Like, Donald's got dude, kids. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot. I think everybody does. I don't, I don't know yeah. if Billy does. Uh, but I, I just don't know if childbirth in general freaks you out as much as it freaks me out as a guy. I never met a woman. Well, that's not true. My ex-wife didn't really want to have kids, but most of my maternal females in my life love the process of it. Mm-hmm. And I look at it and I'm like, huh. I remember this one time, mom, you'll have to tell me this is a true story if I'm just, if I'm just thinking about this, okay. like, you know, you have like fake memories of childhood <laughs> and I'm willing to admit that possibly that's what it was. Mm, um, okay. I remember that I was going through the bookshelf in the living room. I think this is over in the Williams house, Williamsport house. That would have been the den. Okay. Uh-huh. And I found a book on, and I swear to God, I was opening it. And like, there was like a woman who was giving birth. Oh, probably so. Why did you have a book of a woman giving birth on the coffee, on, on, the, on the bookshelf? Like, it was <laughs> readily it, available for guests to come and like peruse. I was like, how? <laughs> I think I still have that book. It's called The Miracle of Childbirth. It's beautiful. Why? But okay. But why put it out? Like, it was out. Like, who's going to be like, hmm, yes, I would like to read this really quick. Well, like, what? first of all, I don't think my guests go over and pull out a book off on my bookshelf and sit down to read it. Maybe if they're bored, they do, you know? like, Well, well they shouldn't be bored. I wouldn't be much of an entertainer, would I? That's true. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I've I just, never had a guest come to my house. And go to my library or my bookshelf and pull out a book and start re- looking. <laughs> Just saying. And I have a lot of well, books. As a kid, I don't know. Somehow I, I remember, <laughs> I can vividly like see this book and I can see a baby coming out of a vagina. And I swear <laughs> to God, like from that moment on, I was like, I want nothing to do with that. Like, I don't. <laughs> How old were you? I don't, I don't, I just remember being a kid. Like, that's traumatizing. You know what I mean? Like, why would you have it readily available for a child to like just come across, you know? Because we could talk about it. You should have called me and said, Hey, what's this all about? No, no, not interested. (laughs) Not interested, but thank you. Uh, It was very bizarre, scary moment in my life. Um, yeah. So today is 38th birthday. I, if you've listened to the Kramer and Jess uncensored podcast for this week, uh, and by the way, we haven't it's there, we do one a week. So it's a little bit more manageable to keep up with it. Certified mama's boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's basically like all of my wildest content goes on uncensored, right? Any kind of like mm-hmm. things about dating, 
um, anything like sexual stuff, like all of that sits lives on Kramer and Jess Uncensored. Uh, on this week's episode, we talked to a company that's put out a list of the horniest cities. Oh and, my! <laughs> and Baltimore was number ten. Um, oh, no. So we talked to them about that and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, oh, it's, it's, that kind of stuff. It's, it's, it's like the seedier side of uh, sort now, of our mama's world. How do they do that research? Well, you'll have to go listen. I, I will guess I will. <laughs> Atlanta also is on the list. Um, oh. And uh, I, th- I th- think uh, Nevada was number – somewhere in Nevada. Paradise, Nevada was number one. I'm just going mm. off the dome here. Mm. Uh, te- all of our Texas listeners Damn are actually <laughs> at the bottom. So just go – you can go listen to that. It's up there for this week. But I, I literally I'm, – I'm having what I'm considering to be – and I don't know if this is a midlife crisis mm. or what. Um, but I'm realizing – like I, I always told you that I cry every birthday. Now, you know, as you know, this – episode is recorded a day before mm-hmm. so so far i've not cried but i've kind of been in this depressed mood since i've been back uh from florida right i've just right. kind of been in the funk even today like, like i woke up this morning i kind of felt like i wanted to cry and driving mm-hmm. home from work kind of felt like i wanted to cry i took a nap felt a little bit better right now mm-hmm. uh, i don't know i'm not sure like what's bothering me right now to be honest with you uh but i mean there's, there's just a couple of things that are just kind of not not one thing in particular just a few things feel unsettled and i feel like birthdays have a way of bringing that up to where mm-hmm. It, you're kind of like looking, you're comparing your life to other 38 year olds yes. and you're like, wow, you know, like how did I go so terribly wrong mm-hmm. in this lifetime? Like where did all my missteps go? Not that I, I mean, listen, career wise, I've done very well for myself and I'm really proud of everything that I've done and that I've accomplished. And I've worked really hard to get yes. where I am. Yes. Life wise, eh, not the greatest adult, not mm. the greatest adult. Uh, and we, we talk about that a lot on this podcast. Right. Uh, but I, uh, I, I'm, I think that I'm, and I just want to have an honest conversation about this here on my 38th birthday. Why make it a happy podcast when we can make it a sad <laughs> podcast? Oh no, uh, <laughs> no. I I want to I want to be have an honest conversation about my inner monologue that's going through my head right now with with primarily this podcast uh, because you know this podcast is like my pride and joy. We are now over a million downloads. Which, mom, by the way, we have to take a picture for our million downloads when you're out here. That's why I've been waiting to post anything about it because I want to okay. make sure. Okay. Okay. We have a picture together. Yeah. Uh, but with all that said, I am I'm struggling with not just this podcast, but every piece of the puzzle in my life. And that's professional, that's love life, that's living situation, you know, meaning city. I mean, there's just so many things that are unsettled feeling in my life. And this podcast is definitely one of them. And I I'm just I'm not quite sure what to do with it. And the reason I say that is because I put in a lot of time, right? We put in, and so do you. We, we said yesterday, we, we, we both, we both, you, you and I both put in a lot of time into this, right? And by you, I mean you listening, my mom too. But like, you put in a lot of hours, you know? I mean, this, this, this case, you've probably, if you listen to every episode, you've put in countless, you know, days of your life into listening to Certified Mama's Boy. And it's, you know, in, in, in complete honesty, it's not, a, it's not a growing podcast. I wanted to roll the dice when I did this and I said, listen, I really want this podcast to like become my future. Like I want to get into the podcasting space. I like it. I like what it's all about. I like being able to be on here and to be authentic and to not worry about things like ratings. And, you know, I mean, I guess you always got to worry about stuff like that, but just not, not have to worry about corporate America. I really like the idea of that. I knew that was gonna be a challenge for me to grow with no platform. I knew that I had you guys, right? We were here, but how was I going to grow this to make it bigger and like sustainable enough? And Mm -hmm. so I rolled the dice and I said, let me go take this other job opportunity. Mm 
Mm-hmm. I'm going to spend 50% of the time working on the radio show. Cause I mean, that's like, that's like the back of my hand now. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I can, right. I can do a radio show. Like I mean, I can, I can knock out shows like this now, you know, right. like I, just, I, I, I prep so much less now for the radio show because I, I just, I know it, you know, mm-hmm. it's very familiar to me. Mm-hmm. It's a whole lot easier. Uh, so I, uh, with all that said, I, it's not growing the way I expected it to grow. Mm-hmm. And now I'm kind of stuck with, okay, so what are we, what did I do here? <laughs> like, did I make a massive mistake mm-hmm. and a, a misstep mm-hmm. in my decision to come to Baltimore? Um, I, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that yet because mm-hmm. I don't know how this podcast is going to go. We're not dead in the water by any means, but I guess another, another, um, what's the word? Um, uh, blow last night was I'm laying here about to fall asleep. I was having a hard time falling asleep last night. And I get a text from, um, uh, Jeff Dollar with a podcast magazine list for the month. And we've fallen from spot number two to number four this month. Not, oh. the, end of not the end of the world. You know, it's not, I mean, it's, and, and oh. it's, it's podcast magazine. It's not like it's, you know, it's not, yeah, but, but when you're sad. already kind of in a headspace, you know, about mm-hmm. like, what am I doing with my life? And then you find mm-hmm. out not only that Kramer and Jess fell from podcast number four to number eight. And mm-hmm. so it just made me feel like I don't know if I'm spinning my wheels here. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't know if I'm holding on to a dream of keeping this a five day podcast or if I, that is an unrealistic goal to have. I just can't give it up easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to, I want to fight and I will fight as much as I can for this podcast to be a five day a week podcast. Uh, and now a lot of, and I want to be really transparent about this too, is that I, a lot of you, cause I like, um, I won't say who's on permission, but a couple of you guys over the course of time is like, just take it down to three days a week, mm-hmm. take it down to one day a week. Um, I, yes, in, in theory, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. And I pretty much, if I don't do five days a week, we just can't sell the podcast along with the big guys. Mm-hmm. I'm not, a, I'm not a Joe Rogan. I'm not a girl's got to eat. I'm not a, you know, uh, crime junkies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff Dollar and I fall into that same category of we're, we're, we're we have a great thing going here, mm-hmm. but we don't have enough listeners to be able to produce one a week and make mm-hmm. it profitable. Mm-hmm. So, uh, on a business aspect, like if I, if I, this is really going to truly be a business for me and really grow into it, I have to produce five episodes a week and technically six episodes a week if I'm going to make this into a business, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I could easily say, well, not easily. I mean, could I possibly say, okay, finish out my advertising contracts with everybody and then bump this down to three days a week, one day? I mean, honestly, it would probably become a one day a week thing if it's just a hobby because. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I would want to put in it. it if, I, if I'm, if I'm going to like downshift, I'm going to downshift. You know what I mean? I'm not going to like take off 20% of the work and then still be feeling like I'm not quite, you know, right. if I do it, I'm going to do it. If I'm going to give it up. It won't be the that, investment of your time and energy. It won't be it's not, it's it. not that. It's not even that. It's just that I don't like right now to me, this is like my future. Yeah. And I, so as you see where my midlife crisis is going here, mm-hmm. um, I, I'm not going to downshift for no reason. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there's just no point in doing three. There's no, I don't want to say no point. Not, don't feel like I don't love doing this, but there's no, the business model is not here to keep it going. Now mm-hmm. that's probably way too much for you. Uh, you're like, listen, I just like to listen to podcasts. I don't know. It's just whatever. Um, 
But it kind of gives you an inside look of where my headset with it is like, I don't, I'm stuck on what to do. I love producing this podcast. Is it a lot of work? Yeah, it's a lot of work. But like, look at damn who, like, um, uh, what's, 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 uh, Amazon, um, Bezos. You think oh, Jeff, Bezos Jeff Bezos didn't work his ass off? You know, like, like you, have, <laughs> you have to work and you have to literally almost feel like you're going to lose something. I feel like, like how many times do people that have successful things feel like they're going to lose something? Yeah. And then have to keep investing more and more and more to like make it work more time, more money, more resources, more people. Right. And to make it work. And I, I just, I'm stuck with that today. I'm stuck with that on my 38th birthday. When most people are out celebrating, I'm over here contemplating <laughs> my future and where it's going. <laughs> and honestly, here's part two of it is I don't want, I mean, I'll never let go of this podcast. I don't want you to think it's ever going away because I always want to have a place to come that's mine. Mm-hmm. And I never, uh, I realized today on the Uncensored podcast, and you go listen to that one, that I am uh, like like a, a lot of like not a lot, but like, there's a part of this podcast that's like I can't let it fail because I got to show everybody that I can do it. Mm-hmm. You know, after I got cut before from Channel Nine Three Three, there's part of me that just wants to like middle finger the world, and we have. By the way, we've done it. Like we've middle fingered everybody in a sense, mm-hmm. in, in a very proverbial sense, like. You showed up, you know, they didn't expect you guys to show up. They didn't expect this podcast to do well. Like nobody really expected this thing to be the success that it was. So like we've done it, you know, mm-hmm. I yeah. just don't want to, I don't want to give up on it yet. And I just, I keep hoping because usually, usually the universe just kind of kicks me the way it needs to kick me, you know, right. and I, I've been here for, you know, almost a year now, a year mm-hmm. next month. And like, I just don't have the quite the kick of which way this is going to, this way it's supposed to go. You know, everything's kind of just at the radio ratings, eh. podcast downloads. Eh. Um, and I don't know that I would, I would feel comfortable not connecting with you every day. You know, like we've done <laughs> enough. It's almost like we've been each other. Well, you've been my safety blanket, you know, being able to come on here and just open up has been more therapeutic. I think than you even realize. Oh yeah. Um, so mom, I don't know. There's, I, there's no real, outcome to this mm-hmm. conversation today mm-hmm. but more of just a discussion and mm-hmm. thoughts and on any of that? thoughts and feedback I'd love I mean, what, what do you th- what, where, where's your head at mom like where do you i mean hell this you're you're part of this too <laughs> like it or not <laughs> yeah i mean i enjoy doing it with you and you know i want it to be successful for you yeah. i'm not here to be a you know a famous <laughs> podcaster um this is not my life my life goal um but you are a significant part of my life, and I love, you know, doing something with you that I enjoy. Um, but I think that as long as it serves you, you should keep doing it. Doing it, but then when it no longer serves you well, you should let it go. Right. I, and I don't know what the determination will be. You know, and I don't know what will determine that for you. But um, that's what I think. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know either. Right now, it's all just kind of sitting out there. So. Mm-hmm. I, I just want to be honest about that. If you listen to the Uncensored podcast, I kind of go into a little bit more in depth. Like how in the world could you go more in depth? You just rattle off for like 10 minutes about this. Uh, but I guess like none of this, oh, well, we're 19 minutes into the podcast. Holy hell. Um, so anyway, happy birthday to me. <laughs> I'm, having a, I'm having a midlife crisis, I guess you could say. And uh, it is what it is. So well, I'll be out there soon and we'll celebrate. Yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah, so my mom will be in Baltimore, but today, I mean, mm-hmm. by time of, of release, uh, yeah. you'll at least be, be heading out here. That's the plan. That's so 
Um, that's exciting. You actually had a pretty big win today. Do you want to kind of talk about this when oh. it comes to Maggie's? Oh, I mean, sure. I can... My sister, yes. Technically, she got married. It was back in March 13th. March? Mm-hmm. Right. Is it March? Right. And you're like, oh, cool. It's over. No, it's not over. Mm-hmm. It's not over. And I don't know mm-hmm. why it's not over, but it's not over. <laughs> because she, she wants to celebrate to have... with her family and friends and she wasn't able, or they, I should say, they want to. She and John, and they weren't able to do that in March. It was just immediate family and a couple of close friends. So now it's wedding part two. So it's wedding part two. It's the reception, and um, we've uh, booked a resort in uh, Douglasville, Georgia, and we were excited about it in January. And now that it's coming down to the wire, we were not so excited about it because we there was a lot of miscommunication, let's say. We were right. told a lot of different things. By different people. And oh, what's just, that? It's Maggie's door alarm. I guess. Oh John's yeah, my sister. My sister is actually over at um, your mom. Is my mom. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, <laughs> right now. Yes, right. She's taking me well, to the airport. Tomorrow. Wait, is she there right now? No, she's working. I mean, oh. she's here, but she's working downstairs. I'm gonna say, was it a ghost? Okay, all right. I'm upstairs. Continue. Okay, so we had um, several grievances with this resort, and uh, had a call. I think I talked about it. Had a call a couple of weeks ago. And it was going nowhere, and so I requested a face-to-face meeting, and that was today. And our wedding planner came, and we love her. She's fabulous. And it was Maggie and myself, and we had already listed our grievances to them in an email, so they would be prepared to discuss it. And I am pleased to report that we resolved our issues. (laughs) We resolved all of our issues uh, quite satisfactorily. And, um, you know, there's, a, you know, there's a couple of little snafus we're going to have to work through, but nothing major that is, um, giving us, you know, pause to not well, proceed. So, yeah. So it was really a good day. We had a good day. So let me tell you, but I'm sitting at the airport on Thursday and I get a text from Dramaggy and she is, I don't remember how it starts. Hey, I just want to let you know that like if you want to come to my wedding thing, like you can come. Um, and I, you know, if you've listened to this podcast enough then you know that my, my saga with this is, you know, I didn't really want to do a wedding. Didn't really want to go to a wedding during a pandemic. I thought it was the wrong, the wrong thing to do. Right. right. But I decided to go and I basically, I told her, and she says, I, she says, I didn't tell her. So I said, I told my dad, not her, uh, that, that she basically gets to choose one wedding event for me. Because uh-huh. she gets to either choose to come to the wedding or come to the celebration. Uh-huh. And I didn't really care which one, but getting out of town is kind of tough for me. You know, right. uh, yeah. it's, it's kind of a hassle, especially now. Where the hell is this thing is out in the middle of nowhere? Right. Yeah. Where is it's, it? It's 35 miles south of Atlanta. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's like, it's not like a, a easy process to get to. Right. No. Uh, and so I told, I, you know, I, t- I said straight, listen, I don't care. I don't care which one I come to. I, I'm only going to come to one though. Uh, mm-hmm. just because of time constraints and just getting there and getting back is hard. Mm-hmm. I'll be damned. I will be damned. In true dramatic fashion. If she did not met, text me the other day, I'm like, I really didn't mean so much to me. If you would come to my other celebration. Now I feel like the jerk brother over here, you know, no. like, I feel like the jerk brother. That's like, do I need to go to both of these? celebrations you only, know like only if you can she just wants you to know hey john hey, <laughs> everybody's coming home john comes in his bedroom and here's his mother-in-law yeah there he is <laughs> just doing a podcast don't mind us yeah, yeah don't mind the- me 
John. Welcome to the family. <laughs> That's right. Um, family. She just wants you to know that she loves you and I she'd know, love for you to be there. But I that's not don't. meant to make you feel guilty or bad. But am no. I honestly, and we can have this discussion. Am, am I a bad brother? No. Am I a bad brother if I don't? No. If I don't show up no. to my sister's wedding celebration? No, you did what you said you would do. And so that's how I feel about a baby. And I want to go mm. ahead and set this straight right now too. Mm. Is... I ain't going to be at all the damn baby things too. Yeah. I when when did wait hang on. When did a gender reveal party oh, become, become a thing? I think that's relatively new. Yeah. Certainly not in my day. But of I, course now, but of course now everyone knows the gender of their baby. It's so you it's know, so funny to me. My, that's true. You didn't day, know, did you? We didn't know. Did you know what uh-uh. I was? Uh-uh. You had no, no. idea. No, I knew about Maggie only because uh, of my age. I was 38. And my doctor said, oh, let's do a little test. Let's God, you had three sure. kids by the time you were my age. That's such a, that's so wild to yeah. me. Um, I So so what was my name going to be if I was a girl? You had no idea before I popped out. No. So what were you going to call me if I was a girl? I don't know. I can't you, remember now. You only planned for a boy. Well, I don't know that I only planned for a boy, but I can't remember what girl name I would have had because now it's totally irrelevant. And it's been 38 years. Yeah. I don't know what your name would have been. Okay. I'm sure we had a girl and a boy name, but I honestly don't remember. Maybe would it have been Stephanie. Stephanie? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's wild to me. Just to like, you know, some people still roll the dice. I would definitely want to know, though. I just don't know how you prep for it, you know? Like, what is, but yeah, well, so you, I, yet, you got gender reveal parties now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah And then yeah. you got baby showers. Which, which, I don't even know which one comes first. The baby shower comes first, the gender reveal party <laughs> comes first. <laughs> I think the gender reveal comes first. Yeah, like I got to be honest. I'm not going to yeah. come to all of those things either. Yeah. Like I just I, – I feel like I need to set a precedent right now that like <laughs> I, 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 I care about you. I care about your wedding. I do. I'm happy for you. I like John a lot. Um, I don't know that I want to come to two wedding celebrations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't know that I want to come to two baby – celebrations either but yeah. i don't know if that makes me like a bad person i don't know if that makes me sound like i'm just selfish like i don't want to fly don't, down there and, and spend a thousand dollars to come it's, to your second I wedding mean, it's a lot if you lived in town yeah that would be a really bad brother just but, okay it just know, in the it's, same it's sense it's a lot. i don't if i ever get married again i don't expect anyone to come to my second wedding like you did your duty <laughs> you get you get you get one <laughs> You get one. Thank you for your couple hours that you don't. And, I, and listen, I rolled the dice on that one. I said, all right, I'll put all my chips on this woman. Maybe this will be the one wedding that I'm going to require you to go to in a lifetime. Uh, I don't expect anyone to give or say or do anything for a second wedding. You have done your duty. And I feel like as a brother with my sister, I've done my duty as the brother to yeah. be there and to be a part of her, her one actual wedding day. Yes. You, you lived know? up to your commitment. You were clear about what... You could do and would yep. do, and you did it. And, but that doesn't mean that we still don't want you to be with us to celebrate again. Well, of course. And I mean, I wish I could be there for everything, you know? Yeah. Like every too. every holiday and event that goes by, it's yeah. tough. It's tough for me not to be there, you know? So anyway, there we go. Um, let's go ahead and get to our quote for today. Okay. Birthday quote, Nikki Gumbel. Today is the oldest you have been and the youngest you will ever be. Mm-hmm. So well, make the most of it. That's what it says. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Young. I mean, I've I've definitely been younger though. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the youngest I'll ever be. You mean if we were to start right now? 
Starting right this now, yes, the, I guess that's true. This is the youngest she'll ever be, is this moment. That, mm, mm-hmm. This moment. Because yes. now you're a second older already. <laughs> we wasted three seconds right there just trying to debate. <laughs> Am I going to get any younger? I don't know. That's how life goes. I'm telling I'm you. Sure. Seconds become sure. minutes. Minutes become hours. Hours become days. Days become I'm months. I'm telling and you. Before you know it, you turn around and you're 68 years old and you go, <laughs> what happened? I know. I mean, I'm doing, I mean, I'm, I'm literally, I didn't, I thought, I kind of thought midlife crises were a joke. Mm-hmm. They're not a joke. I'm getting there, no, man. I'm definitely feeling not. it this year worse than ever. Like, mm-hmm. um, and again, I think 40 is going to be a real tricky one, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't know. I'm just, well, don't project that. I'm just really struggling. I'm just struggling with where I am right now in life, you know? And I don't know if anybody else with 40 was a weird year for you or not, or if like, it's, not it's coming up. No, but it's coming up. Like it's, it's, I'm it's much closer, away. but I'm much closer to 40 than I am to 30, you know? True. Like there ain't, there ain't no well, going that's back. True. That's true. You know, before I know it, it'll be 40. That's the truth. Uh, so anyway, I, I, I really, with that. I will say this very much. I, uh, you know, for those that are, because uh, obviously this is recorded a day before, for all the birthday wishes, thank you so much. Uh, I, not unnecessary. Please don't take time out of your day to wish me happy birthday. No, um, do it. No, really, truly, and I don't say that to like just fish for it. I really, truly mean that. You, you have showed me enough love and appreciation over the past 12, 14 months that like I, there is no message in the world that could articulate the amount of love that you've shown me and the amount of love that I feel, you know, uh, from you. So, with that said. There you go. I'm glad you said that because I left your birthday card at home. Okay, even better. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't a Hallmark card. It was no big one deal. I wrote, but I'll mail it to you. Okay. That's very nice of you. I have something to look forward to later on. You're very welcome. Uh, today's podcast is brought to you by our friends over at Bear and uh, uh, Bubs. Bubs today. <laughs> Bubs. Bubs Naturals. Friends, uh, you know, listen, talking about getting older, like you're not, your body just ain't what it used to be. What was the quote again today, mom? You ain't getting younger or whatever. Like, you ain't getting younger. You ain't, you ain't, you ain't going to produce more collagen in your body than you did yesterday. That's for yeah. sure. Right. Listen, as you get older, you got to start supplementing. It's just, it's just the way it is, unfortunately. And I don't know if you start to feel the aches and pains of like being a 30, 40, 50, 60 year old, but a lot of those can be alleviated by supplementing collagen. And collagen you produce naturally, by the way. But the problem is, as you get older, you just produce less and less, kind of like testosterone, as I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so, uh, yeah, you can supplement it, though. And we've had so many great success stories from people that take a scoop of Bub's collagen powder in the morning, put it in their smoothie, uh, warm drink, cold drink, shake it up, take it down. I mean, from glowing hair, skin, and nails. We just want to talk about the outer beauty part of it. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it's it's crazy. The, these stories that we have heard uh, are, are crazy to me. Um, the, the people that have had hair growth, the people that have had skin, they always had bad skin. All of a sudden they don't anymore. I mean, it's great for the internal, your joints, you're way more bendy. Those aches and pains. I had a friend that had the weirdest neck problem. I went to the chiropractor forever. Couldn't figure it out. Heard bubs on this podcast, started taking it. Neck pain went away. Like what? Yeah. It's crazy. Right. Plus it can help you recover faster from workouts. I want you to try it. If it sounds, any of these sound like something you would want to try, bubsnaturals.com, bubsnaturals.com, bubsnaturals.com. I'll give you 20% off by using the coupon code Kramer at bubsnaturals.com. 
BetterHelp.com. Also today, uh, BetterHelp is on the podcast. Love recommending BetterHelp. There's nothing more that I love recommending, honestly, than BetterHelp because, and you don't have to share your story with me. I mean, I love hearing the story about bugs and how your skin's great, your nails great. You know, that's all. I, you don't have to share your story, your success stories when it comes to BetterHelp. BetterHelp is online therapy and counseling. And basically, it's, uh, it's from the comfort of your own home. You don't have to go to an office. It's not weird. It's not awkward. And what I like about it too is that I kind of feel like you put in so much work into finding a therapist that you're like, I'm just, I need to like stick this out. I don't have three more months to like find somebody new and get into. With BetterHelp, if you're not vibing with your therapist, you know, your licensed therapist, just like you would in an office, uh, you just, you literally hit a button and you're reconnected to somebody else. It's almost like online dating, but for therapy. I've made so many great breakthroughs because it is, it, you literally can talk to your therapist. 24 hours a day if you wanted to, which is just not what you're used to with traditional therapy, right? If you're going through a crisis, you may not be able to wait another month, two weeks, one week to like talk through something, right? But with better help, you've got somebody on your phone constantly. It's awesome. If you're thinking about therapy with depression, stress, anxiety, sleeping problems, relationship conflicts, family conflicts, LGBT Q plus, uh, any, anything like there's, there's a therapist waiting for you. And it all starts with an on intake survey. They'll go through exactly what you need help for there. They'll sync you up with somebody. It's an awesome service. Betterhelp.com. Use the coupon or slash, slash Kramer, betterhelp.com slash Kramer, betterhelp.com slash Kramer. And you get 10% off your first month to go try it out and see what you think. Betterhelp.com slash Kramer. All right, ask my mom here in a couple seconds. Uh, before we get to that, today is actually the one year anniversary of certified fans. How about that? Oh, whoop, whoop, whoop. Isn't that that cool? is so fabulous. It's already been a year. So, uh, yes. by the way, certified fans, people that can donate a couple bucks a month to the show, super appreciative. You keep the lights mm -hmm. on. You really do. Like, as I'm sitting here looking over the podcasting bills, I'm like, damn, if we didn't have certified fans. I don't know what we do. We wouldn't be able to do it, especially every day. It wouldn't be possible. No. So, thank you, by the way. Uh, and, and by the way, every single dollar that you spend goes right back to the show. We don't, you know, make any money off of the certified fans. So, uh, all of it is exactly where your uh, your money is going back into your show. And so just thank you for doing that. Um, when you join, you get all kind of perks. One thing, though, that is coveted is the, the whoop whoop. <laughs> um, what I thought we would do today and these upcoming ones uh -huh. is if you have an anniversary, if it's your certified fan anniversary, hmm. then we are going to give you a collective whoop whoop. Oh, fabulous. Uh, just by thanking you for being here for a whole entire year. Um, and it gets progressively smaller by the day. Uh -huh. uh, but today is going to be probably the most that we're going to go through. So I'm going to go through these really quick. Okay. These people have been certified fans since the beginning of this whole program, which is crazy to me. Thank you for uh -huh. the one year of uh, – but by the way, my dad's, my dad's uh, membership is officially over now. Uh -oh. <laughs> Anybody signed up for a year, don't forget. It's over now. You better send you gotta, them the reminder. You got to resend it. Uh -huh. uh, so my dad right. has been here since actually the day before. He, he was one of the first people to sign up ever. So that's cool. Uh, Susan C. from El Cajon. Lisa H. from Atlanta. Jeff Dollar was here on day one. Uh, Veronica has been here since day one. Thank you, Veronica. Or Veronica C. Yeah. You know who you are, Veronica. Yeah. Uh, Annie has been here since day one. Annie from Imperial Beach. Annie G. Uh, Suzanne E. Uh, from Snellville, Georgia, day one. Aaron S. from San Diego, day one. Uh, Elizabeth C. Uh, from Valley Center, California, day one. 
Abby Smith, aka Abby Lines Mom. Uh, been here since day one from Richmond Love Hill, Georgia. Lissa W, been here since uh, day one from San Diego. Harold H, I'm sorry, Harold L, sorry, Harold L, uh, from West Plains, Missouri. Been here since uh, day one. Um, Denise N, thank you so much. Uh, There's all these people from California now. Uh, Denise M, Monica P, day one. Sarah B, day one. Noel V, day one. Uh, Gabby S, day one. Laura S, day one from Escondido. Um, Z- uh, Zaria, Zaria, am I saying that right? Zaria Z. I think so. Mm-hmm. San Diego. Thank you for being here for a year now. Uh, Wendy R. Anna B. Tina U. Uh, our Queen. Well, Queen Pam actually will be the one tomorrow. She started tomorrow. But that was all of our day ones. Oh, and my sister's Maggie's been here since day one. Um, all of those people. Thank you so much for supporting Certified Mama's Boy now for officially one full year. Yes. So appreciative of you for yes. doing that. Absolutely. And please renew or Kramer will have a midlife crisis. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me here to pull him out of that. Just saying. <laughs> there you go. There no, you go. it's really wonderful. Thank you all so much for your wonderful support. And we just love being a part of your family and having you as a part of ours. So yep. here we go. Whoop, whoop to all of you. First time fans. Amazing. Uh, so text the word fans, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. Also, here we are. Uh, listen, it's by no means a small feat to be the fourth biggest podcast in the country. I just think that we can do better. What's happening now is it's getting more and more competitive. So I feel like we got to be more and more on our A game. So if you can please help over the next 10 days and support Certified Mama's Boy by voting every single day. Uh, I realize now that they have it to where you can only vote once per day per right. IP address. Yeah. Before it was once per email address, but now it's once per computer pretty much per day. Yes. So if you don't mind, if you can just come back once a day. Let's get back up there. Let's show this. Let's show the podcast world what we are capable of, and let's pull off the number two spot again, where we deserve to be for the month of July. So mm-hmm. text the word vote V O T E to eight, eight, eight Kramer eight. It is so appreciative of you. If we can get back up to that. number yes, two and, spot. I, and I think that, you know, with all the holidays, et cetera, et cetera. And we just kept forgetting to remind people too. Right. I think a lot of people forgot. I mean, I know I forgot. Well, I don't days. want to remind you every day. I'd be so annoyed if I was a daily I listener know. every day. It's I like, know. so I try to put it at the very end and just be like, okay, listen, here we go. It's beginning of the month. Let's just blow it out in the next 10 days. Right. And there it is. But you can vote every day. And honestly, I forget to vote every day. So don't yeah, be sitting here and, and beat yourself up. Like it's, it's a big task and you've been doing it now for many, many months. So mm-hmm. I get it. Uh, but let's not like, let's not let, let the gas off now, you know, mm-hmm. like let's get back up there. Let's show what certified mama's boy is all about. And that's by us showing up and like, really, I mean, that's what makes this podcast. I would say us and the upside so different is we're not, we're not really a podcast about nothing. You know, mm-hmm. there's no real thing behind it. You know, you wouldn't like search this podcast out most likely, you know, mm-hmm. some people do, you found us in weird ways, but like most people just, they, they come to, to know me on the radio, right. uh, and started sharing my life. And then we just kind of went from there. So, uh, it's, it's different. It's a different type of podcast, but it's a super powerful group of people that do this. So text the word vote V O T E to eight, eight, eight Kramer eight. You can also just type in uh podcast magazine, hot 50. It takes all of two seconds to vote. You can vote for your other favorite podcast too. And there we go. All right. Ask my mom. I know we're running late here, so let's get into this. Uh, we are, uh, ask my mom is an advice segment that we do Tuesday, Thursday. And if you've got some advice, 
much appreciated. Uh, you can always give it. Well, you know, we have people that listen to this podcast that write in, uh, call in. If you ever want to be on this segment, you can best ways to honestly send me an email, that guy Kramer gmail.com. And then my mom will give her best motherly wisdom. And then we go from there, including me and you and everybody else. So here we go with today's. Okay. I've been in the same job for about eight years, or at least I was. I had a great job as a well-paid administrative assistant, but now I've been told my job is being eliminated and will be coming to an end in about six weeks. I think it's personal because my boss was overheard, was overheard saying some really racist stuff about a candidate a few weeks ago. I reported it because no one should speak about Mexicans the way he did. I, as a proud Latina, was extremely offended, but I have an ace in the hole to play. I just can't decide if I should use it. A few years ago, I was scanning documents to keep a permanent digital record. My boss gave me a huge stack. In the middle of the pile was a receipt for a very expensive diamond bracelet. It also included what he had engraved on the inside, and it was for a woman named Jennifer, My boss's wife's name is Alexis. (laughs) I saved the document and have kept it all this time. Now I'm thinking I could use it to pressure him to keep me on. I don't want to be, quote, that person, end quote, but I did nothing wrong to get laid off. And he did do something wrong. Isn't this something I should use? Oh. Okay. Well, a couple of things strike me. I mean, maybe his wife's name is Jennifer Alexis. <laughs> I mean, it could be. You could always hope that would be the case. But if not, do you really want to work for someone that you've bribed? I mean, I think that would be the most uncomfortable work situation. And I would not, I, Nancy Nancy, would not want to put myself in that situation. No, I would not do that. I mean, I don't disagree with you. Um, I, I, but I get it. Like when you're in a well-paid job, you have your your life set up. You know, my mom, you never lost your job before, so no. it's a little different. You know, I don't think you have that perspective of like, okay, no, your whole I life don't. is now getting the rug pulled out from under you, and like right. now what, right? Yeah. Um. And, but so yeah, I, I and when it's something that you you know you did nothing, or you were doing the right thing, you know, like you. Business just sucks like that sometimes. Like, you know, you're doing the right thing. And so it's just annoying that that has to catch back up with you. I mean, uh, you're well paid. It's just, I mean, luckily right now, it's a little bit easier to find a job, you know, um, than it was, let's say, this time a year ago. But it still sucks. Mm. my, My take is, is that you most likely will get... If it's not that, they're going to get you somewhere else. And I feel like if you get once you got a target uh-huh. on your back, you got a target on your back. That's right. I've been in a professional situation before where I was basically up against a wall, and I either had to blow the whistle and call out the bullshit, mm-hmm. or I had to keep my mouth shut and then still risk getting fired. Right. Yeah. So I was like, I I guess enough was enough at one point for me, and so I decided I was going to blow the whistle. Yeah. And. They didn't get me for that. They decided to get me somewhere else, you know, Um, you know, mysteriously, I lost that job Mm -hmm. uh, a couple months later. So uh, I think once the target's on your back, the target's on your back. Yeah. Um, And I don't think I I know how painful 
that can be when you know you're doing the right thing. Yes. You know, like you shouldn't have a racist boss. It's uncomfortable, especially right. if you're speaking about your own culture. Like that's just – it's uncomfortable. You shouldn't have to work in that kind of situation. <laughs> but business effing sucks like that sometimes, and I hate that for you. All I can tell you is I can relate. Now, I, I honestly, so in this professional situation, I had, I sat there for a couple of days and I'm like, oh my God, like I could easily sue this company. Uh huh. And a person that I worked close with agreed that like I definitely had a lawsuit on my hand. Uh huh. Um, but I, if I were to do that, I would never work in that profession again, pretty much because right. I'd have a target on my back. Right. You'd be blacklisted. I, you know, I have had to rely on this quote a lot during my time of transition, which is you can't screw up anything that's meant for you, mm -hmm. you know? Right. And I feel like sometimes the universe throws you in a different direction for weird reasons and in weird ways and in painful ways. Uh, and again, like, I don't know where my life's going right now. Um, and, you know, it sounds like right now, neither do you, but I think we just have to have faith that like everything happens, you know, everything happens for a reason, whichever quote you want to say. Right. Everything happens for a reason. There's, I mean, we could, we could pull out, I'm, my mom could do quotes for days, I'm sure, over <laughs> here of like, everything happens for a reason. Um, but I just have to believe that this one is, um, you know, it's happening when it doesn't seem fair and it doesn't make sense. It's typically happening for a reason, you know? Yeah. So, and it, and it sounds like it's not a work, a healthy work environment. Right. And she'd be better off without it, honestly. Yep. Yep. So, move so, uh, on. Just I don't know. Move anybody, on, my friend. It, it, like, anybody want to disagree with that? Anybody got some advice? Anybody been, been put in that situation before? Uh, 888 Kramer 8, where you feel like, man, I'm getting let go unfairly, but I don't know if I should fight it or if I should just go with it. And maybe you did one or the other and you can say you're glad you did it or not. Like, I, I'm not, honestly, I'm not glad that I didn't speak up on it. A part of me feels super ashamed of myself for not speaking up more. I feel like I have, um, what's the word? Um, not been true to yourself. Not been true. Not been true to the situation. Uh -huh. And I know that like, um, so that, trust me, this, and to this day, it still pains me. Like when I think about it even right now, I'm mm -hmm. like, God, son of a bitch. Mm -hmm. Like, I just wish I was, I don't know, strong enough to have said something, mm -hmm. but here we are. Yeah. And maybe that's, you know, in a couple of years from now, I can say, yeah, it all worked out the way it was supposed to, you know, because mm -hmm. yeah. things usually do. So, yes. mm -hmm. all right. 888-Kramer8. That's it for you today, mom. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. Happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Velour XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. 
Adventure has its own style. It's made of tall trees, unpaved trails, and at the center, the most capable Subaru Forester yet, the 2024 Subaru Forester Wilderness. It comes with 9.2 inches of ground clearance paired with standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and advanced dual-function X mode. Discover adventure on a deeper level, the 2024 Subaru Forester Wilderness. To explore all you can do with the rugged Subaru Wilderness family of vehicles, visit Subaru.com wilderness. Okay, I uh, I apologize for my midlife crisis today on the show. <laughs> that took literally 19 minutes to get through. Ugh. I guess that's part of the live, live, laugh, love, right? Um, yeah, thank you. So obviously we're running super late on time. Uh, thank you, though, for putting up with this episode. Really appreciate it. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being part of our community. Thanks for being so close to 300 episodes of Certified Mama's Boy. And please... And I'm going to thank you in advance for voting for our show for the next 10 days. I really would love it to see us back in the number two spot where we belong to be. We deserve to be. There it is. Uh, back where we belong. I was trying to say those two things and just combine them. Anyway, if you don't mind voting, it'd be awesome. Thank you so much. Love you. I do. Thank you for all the birthday wishes. See you back here tomorrow with my dad. Goodbye. Hey, Kramer. It's Abby, your old college roommate. Just wanted to wish you a very happy birthday. Hope you have a wonderful day tomorrow, and I look forward to your podcast every day, and hope you have fun with your mom when she comes to visit, and I love you forever. Bye. Hi, Kramer. This is Aisha. Well, first of all, happy birthday. I just wanted to congratulate you for an awesome year. Thank you for everything you've done. Thank you for everything you shared with us, and I wanted to tell you how last year you were very quiet about your birthday, and this year... On the other hand, you've been talking about it since the beginning of the week or since a while, should I say. Well, once again, congratulations. Happy birthday. Hope just the best for you. Happy birthday. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.